0: And welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I am your Moyle of mirth, Gavril, and this is my rabbinical council, Chris and Kevin. Boys, how are you doing?
1: Good. Good. How are you?
0: Good. Fantastic. Last week, we talked about all the new hotness coming along with the Heroes of the Storm 2018. Big-ass bonanza patch. For some reason. I don't know why. This week we're going to be talking about Warcraft Warcraft logs, simming, and how to grok and or parse the data you gather from these. A fair warning, much of the information we'll be discussing will be geared more towards people that are rating current content and possibly have some in-game gear. So with that, we're going to show you the dirty deeds done dirt cheap we have ready for you this week. Welcome aboard, boys. How are we doing today? Excellent, yeah, great. man. All right, that's great to hear. Chris, how was your week, buddy? Uh, good week.
2: Uh, rating some more of Taurus. We did 8 out of 11 on Thursday, one sitting, and we're going to jump in on Sunday and do some more. So we're up to our progression point. So rather than having to worry about our more farm bosses, we're going straight on a progress, which is very Mothrace. I'm very excited.
0: Awesome. All right. That's awesome. Hey, what else have you been up to?
2: Uh, Heroes of the storm, still failing at ranked. I just can't get back into the swing of things. I used to be diamond. I'm now gold. I'm not enjoying it.
0: <laughs> You're garbage
2: here. Welcome to my world. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> uh, I hope. jumped in a little bit for Destiny, trying out the new expansion. The story so far is pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Um, and except the ghost, except the ghost. I'm so mm, 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 no spoilers. I'm not gonna. Mm, mm, not happy. Uh, story so far, it's good. Wait, not your happy.
0: ghost or the the the. the the Mercury Ghost. I'm
2: only like a little bit into it. I'm only like uh, maybe the first four missions and
0: yeah, mm, mm. uh, like, uh, again, your ghost or Mercury like Ghost? Okay.
2: I'm only like a little bit into it, so I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm not happy. I don't like it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Hearthstone, Couples of Catacombs came out. Loving it. Uh, I love the dungeon system. I think it's great. I think it's actually really,
0: really good. I wish we could get some gold for it. Yeah. Besides the 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 free pack that you can get, like you get three free packs for doing the quests, which is just playing it. And but then, then there's, there's no also reward. a new huh? There's no real reward though. Well, you get a card back for beating it with all nine classes, and you get um. There's also a new rotating daily quest for it that gives you a card pack. But a little gold would be nice. A little gold would be nice, dust. but I mean, I, I get why they're doing it. I get why they're doing it. I get why they keep it like this. Um, the dreams of free to play players everywhere yeah. just cry out every season. Um, yeah. So uh, that's about it for you this week, though. That's about it. All right, Kevin, buddy, how's it going? Going well, doing well, Chris. Always well. Okay. All right. So my week. <laughs> no how was your week buddy what's, up? what's going on? what's uh we did the end taurus
1: raid um there was a little bit of some uh guild drama but we finally went into in taurus we started off on heroic this week um we down the first boss got to the second boss hit a brick wall hard um had about seven wipes on that before break and then we were like all right let's move on back to normal so, we got all the way until the final boss, and then it was we kind of ran out of time, so the recommend we'll be on the final boss for next The time.
2: recommendation for heroic is uh I believe it's nine four a i level minimum
1: wow, okay, yeah, we are not there yet, so I think we'll be back on normal for a little bit until we go into um heroic but uh, I think this shut up some of the people who said, oh, we should just go straight into heroic and not do normal at all. So I think
0: they realized that that's just not going to happen. Good,
2: because those people and are assholes. Not,
0: that you're not <laughs> like a hard progression guild. You're just a progression guild. Right, exactly. You're
2: a casual progression guild like my guilds. We do it,
1: we do it. Yep. Um, I did start off the Destiny 2 X-Pack as well. Um, something of Osiris. Curse. What is it? called Curse. Curse of Osiris. Curse of Osiris. All right. It's what well, you whatever. paid
0: twenty bucks for for that pitiful ass expansion. <laughs> so,
1: um, I was going along at pretty nice clip, you know, with Gab doing the story. Then he disappeared for like three days, so I haven't done any more of that progression. Oh, so I'm we'll asked to be calling, You know,
0: we'll finish Mercury today, okay?
1: Yay. Okay. Um, and then last night when I was playing World of Warcraft with a friend of the show, Arlie. Um, I ended up getting Velen's uh legendary artifact or trinket. So Yay. this is like the top tier trinket for my spec. Um super excited about that. I Oh was, you get your
0: spec it, trinket. Yeah. Oh, okay. It
1: just kinda dropped from a random world boss and uh or not a world boss, just world a quest. world quest. And uh yeah, I was just ecstatic. I, <laughs> I freaked out. LB can attest. Um I kind of like went shit for a little bit because uh, that is what every top tier holy priest is using right now. So, um, good. I'm glad. Um, supposedly going to do better <laughs> now
0: that I have this.
1: Uh, and
0: also, Vondava. And according to Wunderbar. LB, you all also uh, did the Destiny 2 raid. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Because uh, we recorded Saturday. Yeah. So Sunday night, we played, we started at five o'clock at night and we got done at nine. So it did take a little while, uh, but we got everything down in the raid.
0: That's good. Nice.
1: You yeah, to go track fun. down
0: like, all the chests and all the other bullshit in there?
1: Uh, we started doing that bullshit, and it was fucking nauseating. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I mean, it was just the worst, because we're looking up these stupid maps that are just very difficult to figure out, mm-hmm. and uh, going through all these random you know, dungeons or something underneath the raid, and just getting totally pissed off at how uh excruciating it was
0: well i mean i look at it this way y'all got me a free rocket launcher so i don't care yeah there you go i don't care how long it took it. you got me a free rocket launcher so <laughs> you're welcome thank yeah. you you piece of shit what um, about you not you not you chris i
2: know i'm just i'm just free i wanted to be a part of
1: it no oh uh
0: So, that was about it for you this week, buddy? Yeah, that's about it. Um, Okay. Yeah. Um, So, for me, I have been doing nothing but really Hearthstone since Tuesday. Well, it was Tuesday. Tuesday was the launch, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, the 5th. Yeah, so it was Tuesday. I've been doing pretty much nothing but Hearthstone since Tuesday. Um, I actually haven't even touched Ladder. Uh, at the moment, uh, since, uh, Hearthstone came, since the Couples and Catacombs expansion came out, I got, you know, uh, I hate to say this, but you know, I really shouldn't have because I should have known better being that this is the last, uh, expansion for this rotation. I should not have bought packs, but I did. Mm. I should have known better. It seems overall like the power level of the cards in it right now are just all not all that great. Right now, there's a lot of experimentation on the ladder, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, but soon enough, you know, druid and priest will just go ahead and beat everybody back down into the ground. Which is why I'm a druid, that's just um, Yeah. So uh, I'm still trying to figure out what to play on ladder. Um most of my decks are still intact for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's just a couple of like small changes that might go in with some of the new Kobolds cards. Uh but at the moment I'm just kind of net decking Kibler's uh Minionless Hunter deck, which is hilarious to play. Uh it is absolutely hilarious to play. It is fantastic and it is fun. Well um, explain it. So What's a Kibler. Kibler is Brian Kibler. Uh he is a pretty big deal hearthstone streamer uh he's also a very big deal uh magic the gathering player from back in the day uh who transitioned from magic the gathering into game development like card game development uh and in fact he actually worked on the wow tcg and uh has been involved in several other games several other uh physical card games and uh now he pretty much just kind of streams and he plays a shitload of hearthstone and he is hilarious to watch and, and he made uh, some
1: kind of deck that you're stealing
0: uh he okay so one of the cards from this expansion was uh to my side which what it does is it summons two of rexar's three animal companions if you don't have a if you don't have any minions in your deck you have, to have no minions in your deck it summons two animal companions instead of one. If you have minions in your deck, it summons one instead. Cost I mean, is not at f- all. Huh? No minions, period. Period. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Uh, it also synergizes with uh, a which is the hunter legendary weapon, which if you have no minions in your deck, it fills your hand with hunter spells. Random so, hunter spells. No minions. No minions. No minions, Kevin. period. More spells. Uh, he went like seven and O oh on stream like launch day um the thing about to my side is that everybody was like oh my god this to my, to my side is garbage it's gonna be a shit card it's gonna be garbage it's gonna be the worst card in the expansion and lo and behold he ends up going like 7-0 the first day <sighs> but of course that's we don't know what that deck's gonna look like after the meta finishes uh stabilizing out so it's gonna be real interesting to see uh but i have been net decking the shit out of his deck so um yeah uh played some destiny 2 uh lol prometheus lens that's all i'm gonna say
2: we'll talk about that later
0: We'll talk about Prometheus yeah. Lens later. Uh, suffice to say, LOL, Prometheus Lens. LOL, sir. Um, I think that <laughs> about covers everything for this week for us. Uh, we're already 10 minutes in, so let's go ahead and jump over into our listener feedback. Uh, the ghost town that is our Gmail is still a ghost town, and that's okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm indifferent to it at this point. Woo. How about y'all? Y'all No one likes
1: long-form content anyway.
0: They can can barely This is tweet us. Wait, 280 character verse now baby <laughs> Yeah there's so much space No need for email Yep. Uh, so uh, let's go Jump over to LB's Corner I heard we had something for him this week
1: Yeah LB posted to the now Infamous LB's Corner On our Discord page Which we did put into the show notes And I put onto the website uh, Last week Oh you so updated the website you- yourself I put it onto the website. Did you actually
0: update the website? I can't remember. (laughs) I will check.
1: All right. Um, In LB's corner this week, LB writes, In regards to the guy who wrote about Destiny, Blizzard does not have a say in the matter. Even if it was the stance that no one is allowed to talk about Destiny 2, which it isn't, this is a fan podcast, not state-run media, to be dramatic, so let the three of us talk about whatever we want to even if it's heartstone sometimes.
0: <laughs> ouch, Elbie. was an you ouch, too.
1: Yeah. <gasps> Fuck you too, LB. Well, this actually is state-run media.
0: I hate Yeah, Kevin has the state. Yeah, we don't I have mean, a choice. We actually are a uh, we we're, we're we're an arm of the DKRP's uh public media relations. <laughs> so, yeah. I I don't even understand half the references you make on this show. DKRP Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Yeah, I knew that as well. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, North Korea. Okay, we're not North Kim Jong ass. <laughs> Apparently, we are North Korea now. Yeah, uh, but so, no, um, I, 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 uh, I human rights violations. I appreciate LOL, what I'll be saying know.
2: there because it's he is very yes. accurate. It's very accurate. We're it's not uh we're not a podcast in regards to. We'll say we'll talk about what other people are talking about, which we do. But we also talk about what we want to talk about. If we want to talk about destiny, yeah, we'll talk about destiny. If we suddenly I mean, want to on, talk guys. about Warframe for six months, we'll talk about Warframe for six months if that's what the three of us want to
0: do. And Kevin we'll will do, fucking lose his shit. We'll do fucking Warframe
1: corner <laughs> or some bullshit. But as a premise, <laughs> the Warframe See, minute.
2: As a premise, we're a podcast to talk about. The Battle.net platform. Blizzard IPs. Whether it's yeah. the Blizzard, Blizzard IP specifically, specifically or not. Because Destiny has no Blizzard IP. Not, no, it is not. We talk about what's on the Battle.net platform.
0: And whatever else the fuck we feel like. Yeah. To be frank with you. Even if they add goddamn Farmville. Oh, God. We'll no, that's where it. I
2: draw the fucking line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so we need to discuss our planting meta. What the current meta for planting and visitors that's is on our where I draw the fucking line. Uh, Let's talk about Twitter. I hear right now you need at least three (laughs) farm accounts. Okay, at least three farm accounts.
1: We're done with Farmville.
0: I I just wanted y'all to go visit my farm. No one wants to go to your farm. (laughs) Sucks. There's feces now.
1: Fuck you. Probably weed and soy. (laughs)
0: Let's go to Twitter. Um, What's been up with Twitter, Chris?
1: Uh, we got a message from again friend
2: of the show, the lovely Arlie at Arlie eighty two says, "Wow, just got to episode three because she was listening to all of our episodes. By the way, she's listening to you, all poor of them start to finish.
0: fucking Woman, I know, right? you poor goddamn woman. <laughs> uh,
2: she <laughs> says, "Just got to episode three, and oh my god, everyone's mics are so bad. Like somehow, Gabriel's got even worse. I can barely hear Chris and Kevin. It's almost impressive." So
0: we've improved, yeah. And I think I think episode three was the first episode that I was it on. Was so It was, was your it, starting episode? It, was it three or two? I think was it my was starting episode? Three. I can't even
1: remember. Let's yeah. go back to two. Gabriel's origin story. <laughs> yeah, or I don't, don't look origin. it up. Oh, no, she, episode Christ. two was my first okay. episode.
2: Um, she does mm-hmm. say uh, missed opportunity on episode one. The title should have been a He-Man reference because tanks and healers have the
0: power. Um, okay, so okay, mind you. Arlie you have to understand. I had zero creative control of the show up until about like episode ten or so. Zero creative. I was just kind control. of accurate. here. He was. I, accurate. That's accurate. Accurate. That was pretty fucking accurate. I had zero creative yeah. control of the show. Obviously, you've noticed creative the uh, the the entertainment content of the show has gone up significantly. since that point. Yes.
1: When I were when I re- relinquished all creative control to Gavril.
2: She does say though. I mean, but it's a great mm-hmm. hearing how the show has changed and grown since the, since we first started. Good job, so thank you. Arlie. I would
1: have suggested going the other way. I I'd Maybe be disapp- started with the worst mm-hmm. and gotten to the best.
2: Arlie, I appreciate uh, the fact that you've sat and listened to all the episodes. As
0: I haven't even sat and listened to all the episodes. Uh, as Gavin has said, but I'm you're on, Gavis on Gavis the show. No you're crazy, the crazy episodes. women. We love you
2: and. Uh yeah, you're awesome. Yes, thank I, you for I, I listening. Res-
0: I respect you for putting yourself through that oral torture. Giggity. <laughs> that's it's not a giggity. That's oral with an A, asshole. Learn to spell.
1: Anyway. It got um, I did one sudden. I did want to do one shout out this week. Uh shout out to the Czech Republic. There's some dude there. Did a bunch of listens to the show, listened to a bunch of back episodes welcome to the show <laughs> write us write us at azeroth ctc on twitter
0: we assume you speak or at least write english if you're sitting and listening to this yeah. that or you or just listening. listen to crazy yeah.
1: people just make
2: crazy noises which is possible
0: <laughs> i can't
1: imagine listening to um hours worth of content in another language without <laughs> subtitles
0: is uh, it the Czech Republic where Hostel took place I don't know I don't, He was like I've never actually watched either. the Hostel movies I saw one By accident yeah. <laughs> I saw one by accident Okay it was less by accident hey. and More because this girl I was seeing at the time Loved horror movies I saw, and I can't I
2: saw the movies. Hunger Games purely by accident Because then Hicks wanted to watch them
0: hmm. Well that's uh, not, not really as bad as Hostel Accident Yeah no yeah, no, whatever. Let's go on. Let's get on from hostile. Let's get on from eye popping. Um, so news this week. All right, I'm gonna let you two find it out. Who wants to talk World of Warcraft? Me. Chris is going to talk World of Warcraft. Okay. Chris, you get to talk World of Warcraft. Okay. Have fun. Buddy. So, uh, more PTR
2: for a uh, seven three five. Uh, we've got information about the Nighthold t- uh, Thunder Thundertome and Antorus Vindicator instance uh they've been revamped for allied races so this is bringing a bit more um a bit more credence to the fact that we might be getting some of the allied races before battle for azeroth which would be kind of cool
1: i think we're going to get the unlocks for them but i don't think we're going to actually get them
2: well the thing is like
1: like i
0: talked about yeah
2: four of them are actually in the game already um they're adding voice files and all that uh, in, the, in this PTR test cycle could be just a, you know, they're here they're ready, you know, you'll get them when you get them, but it, it's it, it's a, it's weird to be getting all this stuff this soon usually all that Knowing stuff would Jabril, be going
1: would, at the expansion patch. Gavril would roll a Nighthold and just stand nightborne. like, he would roll a Nightborn, right? He would just stand around in Suramar somewhere and then pop out at people <laughs>
2: What is that? an, an illusion. illusion. <laughs> what are you hiding? Watch some of the sillies <laughs> on a PvP setting for the night board, by the way. Oh my god, they're fucking great. Um, we got some new race icons on the character select screen. They have been updated from those old vanilla esque models, and those icons are now more in, uh, in tune and more in alignment with what the new models look like. They are very pretty. Very nice. Just a little, awesome. little little thing there. What do the gnomes look like? Uh, the gnomes look very shit. cartoony, which the gnomes do look like. So, big mm. um, like shit. We Didn't have you? some spoiler information. We're not going to talk about the we're information, gonna about but we're going to tell you where it is if you do want to know about it. The information in regarding to the artifact weapon retirement quest line has been data mined from the PTR. If you are inclined to know anything about it. Uh, you can go to Animal Champion where they have it blacked out. But if you click on it, you'll be able to read it and find out what's going on. Um, Yeah, it's uh, definitely what they were
0: saying at Blastcon. Big finale. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and spoil it right now. It goes back to its home planet and (sighs) it dies on (laughs) route. Yeah, all the all the artifact
2: okay. weapons are from another planet. They go back to their home planet and die on route. There you go. You're Why spoiled. is it a
0: retirement
1: quest?
2: Because we're not going to be using you're them literally again. Retiring we're retiring the weapon. the weapon. We're not using them again.
1: Yeah, but it sounds like it's going to an old folks' home. It might be. You don't. I mean, we're going to
0: give them a nice li- We're going to give them a nice little gold watch and uh, give them a pension, okay? (laughs) Another,
2: uh, Some more information on the PTR. Obviously, we talked about it last week. The level scaling is available for testing. Blizzard are asking for a call to arms on leveling and testing that content. I've been doing it. I've been putting a lot of bug posts and uh, a lot of suggestions on the forums. If you are interested in making and helping to make the World of Warcraft leveling experience amazing uh compared to what it's been well, since cataclysm really um this is your time get on the ptr level up a character test it if you think there's something wrong put a bug report and put a mm-hmm. suggestion in, you know, be constructive be creative just give your opinions and help make the leveling great again i did i, I did it i'm sorry
0: <laughs> mhm it's something that you definitely want. If if you're interested in the leveling experience and you're interested in you know making it more engaging and more entertaining, definitely jump on and please be active in submitting your bug reports and your suggestions. Hundred um, percent. Um. So this one I'm going to cover real so quick. Hold on one huh? second. Go ahead, Chris. What
1: is the level ex- experience like, or what is your experience with the leveling experience change?
2: Um. So far, uh, one to ten. It feels samey, but it doesn't. It's very weird. So, obviously, you're going through the quest. It's it's a little slower because the mobs have a little more health, they are a bit more chunky. Um, but I didn't hit level five in like because I was leveling a, a night off. I didn't hit level five in the initial zone. I had to grind a couple of mobs out to actually hit level five to get the breadcrumb quest to move on to the next area. And by the mm. time I finished the entirety of the, of Darnassus
0: and Teldrassil, I was level 12, which is, which is about right. That sounds about, that sounds about right. It yeah. used to be, I used to be 11 to 13 getting out of uh, Teldrissel. Yeah, it sounds about right. So once I, once I finished that, I was,
2: I was like, okay, let's go, let's go try Westfall. I got to Westfall, I was uh, 12, 12 and a half and i'm halfway through westfall i'm 16 and everything is scaling up and it's really nice i'm at the start i went back to the very start of westfall and mobs are 14 15 16 rather than being between 10 and 12 it's really nice i can go wherever i want
0: i'm okay Mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead so it's
1: not just like everything is your same level there's still a little No, there's bit a little a bracket. Range.
2: I will say the 13 was a little weird, but it was also kind of because I was still at the start of Westfall. Um, 13, you were still seeing t- 10 to 12s. Um, but again, I think that was more because I was at the very beginning of the Westfall area. As I progressed through and started to actually need the level scaling, stuff started to scale up to hit my level. But nothing green. Right. Um, I got no, nothing was green for
0: me. It was, it was great. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so on on that note, I'm actually probably going to, I'm going to try to make sure to get this video linked in, but, the heel versus baby face. I love him. He's so good. He's been involved in the wow. YouTube community for a million and a half years at this point. Um, actually did a video not too long ago about old leveling versus new leveling, uh, versus like the modern live leveling and the classic vanilla, whatever you want to refer to it leveling experience where he hit level 10 on the modern you know, the live servers in like 13 minutes, 12 minutes yeah. something like that and it took him like 3 hours to hit level 10 yeah. on classic so it, it's it's a very interesting look cuz from what i can tell so far they're basically trying to find a middle ground between those
2: I would say doing Doing Darnata, doing Teldrassil took me about thirty to forty minutes to get to ten, get to get to
0: twelve, and finish the entirety of uh, Teldrassil. Now, mind you, of course, so it sounds like it's actually staying modern because, mind you, of course, he had full heirlooms and a uh, elixir. Of I didn't the rapid have heirlooms, mind. but bear in mind,
2: on PTR, heirlooms are getting nerfed. Oh, it's about? not an XP nerf; it is a stat nerf. The oh, stats fine. are getting nerfed and scaled a bit better. So that um well, you don't honestly, things. let's be
0: honest, the heirloom scaling was absurd. Oh yeah. Um so that's interesting. Uh this one I'll cover real quick. This next part, we're gonna jump past uh the PTR. Um to a lot of people who don't play Hearthstone, this is going to be terrible news. But to those of us who do play Hearthstone, we are absolutely excited. Celestilin is moving to the hearthstone team he Woo! is moving off of the technical development team from wow uh he, he was uh, i believe he was a head technical developer i believe he was essentially a ghost crawler yes i'm not positive i i'd have to double check it but i believe Once it's a ghost he's, crawler oh you little baby! shut up i believe i believe his title was lead technical developer but i'm not positive i would have to double check again but he is moving over to team five the hearthstone team uh we don't know exactly what he's doing on the Hearthstone team, but uh, we are excited to have uh, Celestalon over there with us at Hearthstone. Maybe we'll see I want a uh, some card. slightly more interesting stuff. Now, an interesting fact about Celestalon. Celestalon is the brains behind the Windwalker monk. Yes, he is. Um, and by a lot of people, Windwalker is considered one of the most engaging dps classes in the game like actually engages you and makes you have fun and makes you involved with the character if, as opposed to just hitting button on cooldown button on cooldown but it on, forces cool you to have fun it forces you to think yeah. and for a lot of people that is fun yeah. so it's gonna be real interesting to see what kind of things celeste Alone can bring to the hearthstone team um so uh and why do we not see any of them in game? What do you mean? Because monk worker monks. So here's
2: the Because they make you think. Here's the problem. One, they make you think, and two, when Mr. Pandaria came out, there was kind of a lot of backlash towards monks and Pandaren in general because idiots.
0: Mm-hmm. They were also garbage too. In the
2: and beginning. yeah, when one walk- monks were kind of garbage to start with. They're they're, they're good yeah. now,
0: in my opinion, at least.
2: Uh, monk tanks are one of the best tanks <laughs> in game right now. Uh, druids. Are obviously the best end game, but monks are up there. They're very strong.
0: Yeah, monks actually are like equal up there with druid right now, uh, according to a lot of people. And
2: my raid group actually has a Windwalker monk, and he does a shit ton of damage. Okay,
0: so yeah, Windwalker is the DPS spec, absolutely fantastic. Let's go ahead and move on because we could sit here and gush about Celestalon and that all day. Chris and Taurus. Woo! And Taurus, world world first first race. race, I believe it's going on. So, uh, I'm happy, as always, with the world first races because uh, our top... Because, of course, it's dominated by the EU. As always.
2: Because our top three mm. right now, num- uh, in third place right now, we've got, uh, with 9 out of 11, we've got Limit from the Euro- US uh,
0: server Illidan. Um, boo, US. <laughs> boo. Why USA, are you booing US? USA. Merka. Merka. I said woo, oh, not I boo, not boo, asshole.
2: Okay. In boo. second place, uh, we at 10. Hold on update just looked at the website limit is also now 10 out of 11 so whilst hey. we've been recording they just got a kill good job to them uh so third place limit at uh 10 out of 10. Second place uh we have the russian guild and i'm not even going to try and pronounce the server because no clue what it is exorcist. Uh, you've got exorcist i know their name not the server <laughs> uh so Russian EU at 10 ah. out of 11 at second place And my boys from Tyron Mill Europe, Method, 10 out of 11. They were the first to get 10 out of 11. Um, We just need to kind of wait and see who's going to get that Antorus kill. Mm -hmm. It's been... So it's going to be real interesting. Yeah, it's been real interesting. It's been one of the quicker tiers to get to uh, the final boss. But I'm hoping we see like a... I'm hoping this this is another Ragnaros
1: show me the wow progress site it's really not that interesting i mean it's, it's just a table that says how many kills they had shut up, up kevin you don't love data you don't like love
2: data do.
1: <laughs> i wish there was some more information you don't love brett Spiner. they're
2: not gonna give us this information as we said to you before
1: do you know what would be interesting though like maybe it could just say that they're are in a boss fight but, right now but like they're not. Giving they out, don't
0: even turn don't, that okay, on. Okay, so
2: method doesn't. None of the top world top uh, top girls want people to know what they're doing, so they're not going to be giving out this information. They don't live. They don't, they don't live stream. Live they don't it. tweet. They don't, they they don't, don't give out, tease us the more. only thing they give us is we've killed this boss. That's all they tell us. They don't give us the tactics. They don't give us well, unless it's the final boss. They don't give us the vi- uh, with the final boss. They don't give us the video. Uh, they don 't give us videos until at least three other guilds have killed that boss, and that 's the case that we 're seeing again uh we're probably now going to see a video for uh Agrimar now that um three guilds have killed it we 'll probably see a method video at okay. some point, but we're not the whole point is that they 're not going to give it information so the other guilds cannot take their tactics and get the kill before them.
1: I understand yep. that. I mean, I'm just looking for like, hey, we're in a boss fight or something, you know, that you can they see They don't even want people to people more know. They're know they're, it. Okay, they're doing it. So,
0: because part of the problem with that is that there have <laughs> been instances in the past, and very recently mm. in the past, where people will initiate DDOS yep. attacks. They will oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. they'll snipe them out. Swat them. uh what was it? Which was which was it, Nighthold where that uh one guild Got one person into the raid and locked them out of it. Yeah, I
2: swear I've heard someone got swatted as well.
0: Yeah, people have been swatted all the time. Oh, God, world first
2: girls were getting swatted Uh, because of mm. fucking shit like this.
0: World first swatting. World first swatting. (laughs) Yep. First world problems right there. But Mm. this is a point. They don't
2: want this information out that they're doing these things because
1: then shit will happen. Bad shit. Hey, we should swat Chris for his birthday
2: it's christmas no. day you want to ruin my family's christmas day
0: <laughs> but No, what there if will be were no like swatting dancers? involved that is terrible and horrible and that is a you? terrifying thing to do to a person but what if they were male dancers okay. instead of actual let's move on people? because kevin's a terrible person diablo <laughs> 3 there's absolutely no news currently as far as i know i haven't had as much chance to play diablo 3 as i would like recently um But uh, Pestilence Corpse Lancer is one of the top builds going on right now. So that's real fun to see. It was not anticipated to be the top, top build. uh, But it is uh, currently reigning supreme. Um, Hearthstone, we of course have mentioned Kobolds and Catacombs, went live on the 5th of December. So just this last Tuesday, Dungeon Runs, the solo content promised to us. Uh, is live it is actually really fun and i really do hope they do continue adding on to this uh this mode as time goes on because uh it is just really entertaining it's really fun it's just something you could jump in um yeah you probably are it's one of those first times you can actually say it's and
2: evergreen it, content. They just need to keep adding little bits and bobs yeah, to it. And it's, it's nice. it's,
0: I mean, it, they rotate like the cla- the packs that you get for winning or like the special abilities or some of the bosses. Or you know what? I would just be happy if they let King Togwaggle talk every single time you encountered it instead of just only when you first encounter something. Because right now he only said, "I love that AFK mage. She was fun." Right now, uh, King Togwaggle talks to you, and he only speaks when you uh, encounter something for the first time. And I really wish that he we encountered him every yeah. single time, because he's been it has been a bright spot. Um, you also have a lot of really really big names in the voice acting industry, uh, especially ones tied to Blizzard IPs, uh, involved with the bosses and things like that. Uh, I believe Matt Mercer is. Um, it does one of the voices for one of the bosses and a bunch of other people involved. There's just a ton of people involved.
2: I know Matt did the voice for the actual tra- uh, announcement trailer. He sang in the trailer. It was
0: great. He did indeed. <laughs> um, so we also got a little bit of information about a possible Battle for Azeroth cross-promo card back. I'm guaranteeing you this is probably going to be the uh, uh, it's the pre-order collector's, it's the pre-order edition, collector's edition bonus or there's the pre-order bonus period.
2: Yeah. So on, uh, one Champion, there is a beautiful card back for Hearthstone, uh, that is very Horde versus Alliance oriented, and there is an animated card as well. Um, it is also marked as a promotional item in the, uh, actual game uh, files. What's it called? In the actual game files. Thank you. Um, it is in the same category as other WoW and uh, even the Overwatch Collector's Edition card backs. So, this is more than likely going to be the pre-order uh, or collector's edition item for uh, Battle for Azeroth, and it's called Azeroth is
0: Burning. It is a beautiful card back. Fantastic. If um, you love card backs, grab it. And you have the disposable, yeah, disposable income. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Heroes of, the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. I'm just going to blurb this real quick, and then I'll let Kevin talk about it because I know uh, he loves talking Heroes of the Storm. The Hanzo Heroes 2018 patch is now live. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about that, Kevin.
1: I actually didn't, but okay, fantastic.
0: Ahead. We can just blurb that. I don't care. I don't really care about Heroes of the Star I mean, right since now since we I haven't just seen spent Bichon. an
1: entire show talking about it last week.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't had Bijan on uh, online for a while, so I haven't had my uh, Chogall fix recently. So. <laughs> Um, season one for 2018, has been announced. It will be going live December 12th, which is actually just a couple of days away from today, the day of recording. Uh, it's going to stretch out into March of 2018. It's going to be March 6th. So that is going to be a rather, it's a rather long season, just about three and a half months, give or take. Uh, so really can't wait to see how that goes. Uh, just about three months, give or take. Uh, really can't wait to see how that ends up going. Um, uh, Yeah. I, I hope we see some more really interesting stuff coming through soon. Uh, Kevin, I know you wanted to talk about Overwatch, though.
1: Yeah, I watched the little Jeff Kaplan video about the <sighs> Overwatch holiday event that's coming out. Um, they're purposefully not announcing all of the skins, but there's going to be a lot of skins, um, and there's also going to be a, a PvP event. So the event's going to be uh, five Mays versus one Winston, and it's going to be like, the Yeti battle, basically. So, as Winston, uh, one of the characters will be able to play as Winston and go around the map and collect uh, power ups. If he collects enough power ups, he'll go into an enraged mode and can kill May. Uh, May so has to run away from him. Five
0: May's and one Winston. Five or... May's
1: and one Winston.
0: Okay, so it's ace. As- it's it's freaking evolve or an asymmetrical, yeah, uh, basically. Yeah, arena mm-hmm. game.
1: Yeah. So you can queue as wanting to be May or wanting to be a uh Winston. So, you know, you might not always get that, but um you can say you want to be basically the monster or the people hunting the monster. Um and then when May or when uh Winston is not enraged, all the Mays have to try to kill Winston. And obviously you win when either the Yeti dies, uh Winston or the Mays die.
0: Okay, so it's it's evolve or one of those other asymmetrical battle yeah. arenas that they did for a while yeah. there.
1: And he also mentioned that if you queue as a six man, whoever wants to be Winston will always get to be him or whatever. I guess it'll rotate around. So you know, if you wanted to actually do that and weren't able to play because there's obviously a less slots a a lot less slots to play as the Yeti or Winston
0: than there is May. Okay um so yeah
1: it does sound sound
0: fun it does sound pretty entertaining um so what else do we got to talk about there anything else for overwatch not really uh starcraft 2 real quick the second war chest is now live Um. so if you participated in the first war chest you know that the war chest is blizzard's way of raising money for their tournament uh for the tournament schedule um, it's going to it's mostly cosmetic. It's all cosmetics and skins and things like that. Uh, I believe these sets this time are going to be the Terrans are going to be Mira Hans Mira Mira's Raiders themed. Uh, the Protoss are going to be Purifier themed, and the Zerg are going to be Primal themed. So you have uh, some really interesting skins coming through. Uh, if you like StarCraft Two and you like the skins, might be worth it to put some money down, put a couple of bucks down for the war chest and uh, level it up. Woo. Uh Destiny two. Final quick news, Mr. Chris. Um, the Destiny two uh expansion pack, uh Curse of
2: Osiris, is live. So if you are interested I
0: in didn't pick- know that. Oh no, I know we haven't just been
2: talking about it.
0: <laughs> like five million times. Yeah. yeah. Uh
2: so if you are interested in picking it up, you can buy it via the battle.net launcher or PSN or Xbox as you would always do. Um you get to explore Mercury. It is a, a beautiful garden world until the vex showed up. They're not very nice people. It's a beautiful uh, landscape. Uh you will get a uh, new cooperative activities with the new strikes. Uh there is a new crucible uh, that's available as well and you get awesome new rewards and you get the level cap increase up to
0: 25 so that's available yay also new exotics and new other shit there's no uh changes to how the classes play or any of the talents or skills associated with them but excuse me i am gonna bitch about one thing this is 20 dollars if you buy it by itself any anybody else got a complaint about that that is no. a little expensive for the content that's there. For the content received, it is actually rather expensive. The and, thing that, the thing that mm-hmm. I was pissed off about is that a lot of the quests
1: in the new story arc actually take you back to old planets. So it's like, mm. hey, we're going to add this new planet and all this mm. new content, but half of it is on planets that you've already been on. Didn't so it's we just like, do the same the
2: thing when Legion launched and everyone was happy about that though? Uh,
0: what do you mean? Of? But this is this is a brand new game. We had a month to go through these planets, and then it's like, oh hey, here's the new hotness. Go, let's go to Mercury, guys. Get your ass to Mercury. And then it's like, oh hey, guess what? You're going to spend four out of every five quests back on Titan or Io or something <laughs> or Edz. Yeah, nonsense. It, it was it was it's it kind of a disconnect. I mean, I understand for like console players who have had the game for several months now. At this point uh where you know that wouldn't have been quite as big a deal but for pc especially it was very kind of jarring because it's like i just went and did i just leveled my way through titan okay why do i have to go back to titan here's the thing with that though for me i think going back to titan it's
2: the same it's the same in the case of legion it gives you a bigger world. It makes the world, f- it makes everything feel connected rather than just singled off and connected away from just
0: Mercury or just Titan or just Io. On I- that note, the other complaint I have is that so many of the activities are now locked behind Curse of Osiris. There what, just are quite the heroic
1: a thing- <clears throat> or the fact that the eye level increased.
0: Eye level increase uh prevents some people from doing some events because if they didn't buy Curse of Osiris, they can't get into some of these events now. Because it's locked behind the Curse of Osiris eye level. Fair enough. And the That's a problem. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh the splitting the cues for both the strikes and uh Crucible. That's kind of shitty. You split 20. the cues doing that. Because there's a queue for basically a queue for Osiris and a queue for regular and there's a queue for Osiris and a queue for regular on both yeah, strikes and crucibles to. and that's shitty. Like there's some days I have a ten minute wait getting into a crucible match or a ten minute wait getting into a strike and it's going to get worse because the pool is slimmer. Yeah, I agree. That's Especially a because
1: people are going to naturally stop playing the game. When there's Mm -hmm. less content to do or the expansions, not, you know, first week out.
0: And I mean, this is this is a problem that WoW has had also in the past. And it's something we've complained about, like especially dividing the queues. I think that one of the worst things they possibly did with the old BG system was dividing the queues between XP on and XP off. Yeah, yeah, it was great to get away from the twinks for a while if you were trying to do like low level BGs, but at the same time, it made their life more difficult, more no, not more difficult, just their life less fun because they were stuck in their own queue and because so few people turned off their XP gain, the queues just weren't fun. It took forever.
2: But a low level twink, you spent more time waiting for a Q pop than anything else.
0: And then you were stuck in with, you know, whoever might have a better twink build than you. Instead of just killing people randomly. Uh, Full disclosure, I did have a level 19 twink uh, rogue. So, I don't know anything
2: about the Prometheus Lens. I'll let you guys talk about that.
1: Ah,
0: ah, ah, You ah. just got the gun. Uh, Yeah, and I don't
2: actually think it's that uh, great because I don't PvP. Oh my god. So there was some kind of a bug.
0: It's great some kind of a bug in PVE, also. Okay, so Prometheus Lens is a trace rifle. It is a special class of weapon. Uh, it is a special class of auto rifle. Uh, there are only two of them in the game, but they both use uh auto rifles for upgrades too. So it's not a big deal. Uh, Cold Heart and this, the Prometheus Lens. That is hilarious. There is a bug that shipped when Curse of Osiris went live on all platforms. It appears to be. It has no ramp up time associated with it. So the way the weapon works is that you fire it and it fires off a laser beam. Choose through a rapid, a large amount of ammo rapidly. And the longer you have the beam on an opponent, the more the damage ramps up. Apparently, there's no ramp up time from what I can tell. It's just instantly giving people pretty quickly. I'm killing what you know with 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 what an, an SMG or an auto rifle would have taken four or five shots. I'm Killing something in like a second with the gun focused on them. It is hilarious. And it is currently on Zur for 29 shards in the EDZ. Uh yeah. Bungie was challenged by a large number of players online, including Reddit and Twitter. And uh their response was uh Yeah. Who bet that we wouldn't put it on Zur? Your move. Wow. It's literally what they said on Twitter. I believe someone actually said they would shave their head if uh, they At put on At least there. one person did. I believe that was one of the Reddit I've, comments.
1: I've got a, an idea. How about uh-huh. a fucking hotfix?
0: Like, what the uh, fuck? It looks like that this was possibly something that couldn't be hotfixed out and might have had to be rolled into the larger patch. Probably because, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably because of certs for the... Uh, for the consoles because you have to go through console cert every time you patch the game. So it has wow. to be approved every single time, every patch you do. That's why games like Warframe, the console versions are behind the PC versions because they have to go yeah. through certs every time. And the I cert mean, is actually an expensive process.
1: I think instead of just giving the gun to everybody, I would have switched trials of the nine this weekend and done something else. I don't know.
0: Cause PVP is going to be a fucking mess. It is as the kids these days. It is as the kids these days say, a clown fiesta. <laughs> it is hilarious. Okay. So I think that's going to cover most of our news. We're only forty five yep. minutes into the show, guys. How are we going to talk? We're going to be able to condense, you know, all of Worldcraft logs and SimC and ask Mister Robot down into fifteen minutes, right, guys? This is Hi, when family. Chris talks about the show
1: yes it's like your meta discussion every show how is it a meta discussion it's you li- always I, talk it, about it, it's it's how much like time it. we've spent
0: yes i do okay. because we spent an unordinate amount of time we just spent 45 minutes talking about the news and how our days went because that's just interesting stuff if you find this if you find the first 45 minutes of the show more entertaining than the last 45 <laughs> minutes of the show please mention it on twitter folks or email us
1: Moving on to the main topic, we're talking about (laughs) using logs to improve yourself in the world of Warcraft. Gavril,
0: would you like to talk about what are logs? Okay, so logs are raw data dumps that are parsed through by add-ons or web apps or things like that while you're actively playing the game. So it's the raw data of what you are doing during a fight. Uh, Apps like... uh, Like desktop apps and add-ons like in like Warcraft logs and things like that will parse that data into understandable formats that you can, you know, look through bar graphs or line graphs or whatever to make it make sense. Uh, So when you do anything, you can choose to have it logged out. So raids, mythics, mage tower events, anything like that, you can log your activity and upload it to the website and compare your data to other raid teams and players uh so it basically it takes the raw data instead of you just sitting there scrolling through you know the data for your recount or your scada for the fight and going well i fucked up here that's where it is right there you just go to the site and it gives you a much broader easier to understand view
1: yeah and this is really nice because you know you can easily click through things like you know your damage done or your healing done or what damage was taken and Compare yourself not only to people in your own red group, but also to other people in your same class or spec to determine how well you did in that particular fight. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, Chris, what are some other reasons why people would use logs, or or what are they using logs for today?
2: Men um, maxing is the most is the biggest reason that you see people using logs for today. Um, trying to squeeze out that extra little bit of DPS or making sure they're potting at the right time during the fight. Um, just ensuring that you're putting out the best numbers you can be for every part of a fight. If it's a fight that's got an AoE heavy section, making sure your all of your AoE is going at that right time. Stuff like that. That is the main reason you're seeing people using uh, logs. There's also just a bit of an E-Pain thing. It's a bit of both. <laughs>
1: Can you explain ePen?
2: It's like e-peen. you uh, essentially a, a a real life ePen is when two males take out their penises, slap them on the table, and measure. Uh, <laughs> ePen is where you do that, but with internet facts.
1: I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you explain it. Okay. Um, and how are they using that data to min max? What What are they doing in particular? Oh, Chris is so, uh, muted.
0: The kind of things yes, that you, so the kind of things that you would use that EP and information for, That's that was the question, right? Yeah. So it's some of the things that you can do to compare yourself, just sort of see how you're doing. A lot of these websites and a lot of these things will give you the ability to compare yourself as a percentile against the world. Anybody or I should say anybody else that's submitted a log for something. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can check and verify what you know you're doing specifically versus what somebody else is so you can take a look if you're a tank you you know you're trying to figure out how you could do better you could go look at method scoes uh who is one of the main tanks for who's the main tank for uh for method you could go look at his world warcraft, warcraft logs and figure out where he's at and what he's doing compared to you right but that might um, always
1: be a fair comparison because he might have a lot better gear than you do.
0: Or he might just have, you know, a different, uh, better technical skill or something like that. It could be any of these things. Yeah. Um. But it does give you kind of like a broad overview and gives you an idea of what you can kind of look at.
1: So, yeah, that's one of the things that you can do is, you know, see how you're doing against top tier players. But what would be a more accurate uh, comparison to see if you can better yourself?
0: like I said right before talking about sco uh checking yourself versus other people that that are just kind of there
1: so one of the things that I've done previously is like looked at people who have my same eye level and say okay if we have a very similar eye level like within one or two levels what are they doing you know what skills are they using or um, what gear are they using that I'm not using to see why I, they get a higher rank than I did, or did more healing, or did more DPS, or whatever? Have you ever done that?
0: Uh, not in a very, 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 very long time. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I mean,
1: I've done it for earlier raids. I haven't done it for Antorus yet, but um, it did kind of help me to see like why certain people were getting a lot higher than I did and what trinkets they're using that I wasn't using. Um, And that's kind of where I got it in my head that I need this felon's trinket in order to do better in raids because I noticed everyone uh, above me on the list was using that trinket um, in all the raid encounters. So that was uh, one of the things that I looked at. So, you know, I'm looking at comparing gear, I'm looking at comparing talents, I'm looking at comparing what spells they've cast versus what I've cast uh, to see if I'm on par with, the, w- with what they're doing. So, yeah, it's a very a, a, an interesting way to see how I can kind of, you know, get up five tier levels or 10 tier levels or whatever. Um, one of the other things that I noticed is being able to see what the problems were during the raid encounter. So mm-hmm. uh, you can click on the problems button in Warcraft Logs and see, you know, did people take unnecessary avoidable damage? Or, you know, who were you having to heal the most? Um, and that was very interesting to see, like, hey, this particular ability can be avoided, and this person actually didn't avoid it and took the damage. So it was, it was interesting to see, like, a few of the um, ones that I just checked today... Uh, there was two players who had taken unnecessary damage and then one led to a death and one led to someone just, you know, probably being healed back up. But, um, that was really cool. I didn't realize that that feature existed until I looked it up today.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's a relatively recent one or not. I don't remember there ever being a problems button back when I actually did raid, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it, it was things that we would I'd be able to sit there and identify. Most of the time, though, in the back of the day, you know, we would just go and I, and I know I sound like such a fucking hipster. But back in the day, we would just check um, your recount or your SCADA or whatever logs and take a look and see, you know, where the problem was. And, you know, you would aggregate that with KTL threat meter, KTM threat meter or KTLH or whatever you were using. Uh, threat meters and you would go oh well see this is where this asshole pulled threat and you know this is what caused this and then look you took six ticks of damage from uh floating green shit so you need to get your shit together <laughs> so it's it's kind of aggregating some of the information into a web into a web thing so that you don't really have to sit and dig through the information so much. Um, I'll be honest, Warcraft logs and a lot of those sites to me, they just don't make any goddamn sense. But that's just, yeah, me.
1: it's very complicated. I mean, it took me a lot of time of just digging through it in order to figure out how to use it properly. And I still don't know everything on there. I mean, uh, just earlier this week, I figured out how to compare yourself to other players just by going to your character and using the compare button. Like I was manually just looking up other characters to see that, but it's actually a lot easier than you think it is. Um, So yeah, there's uh, actually a tutorial that Wow had put together and that we'll link to in the show notes um, that will show you a few of the key features of Warcraft logs and how you could use it. But uh, it's definitely something that you have to be running and upload to the website in order to take advantage of it. So it's not just like you can go there and see your character unless someone else in your raid group or, uh, someone else you've joined a mythic with has recorded and posted it to the website.
2: I was coughing up a lung. I apologize. Sorry to hear
1: that. At least (laughs) we're not going to have to like edit the entire show out and you say boobies, boobies, boobies in the middle of it, but okay.
2: Um, So
1: what else are we looking at right now? Um, uh I guess one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys about since you've been, you know, playing Warcraft longer than I have is what has the history been like we're at a pretty interesting point where you can actually just upload a log file and see all this data instantly. I'm sure it hasn't always been that way, but how has this kind of evolved over the years?
0: Well, it's it's kind of specifically actually what I was mentioning before was that it used to be you would have all this aggregate information that you would be able to take in the game. Uh, from various add-ons and things like that and Scatter, recoup, look at stuff like that things of that nature uh ktm kth uh, ktm threat meters ktlh threat meters omen things like that and you would use all this aggregate data and kind of have to build a picture for yourself while you were in the middle of raiding or after a wipe or something yeah um you know your 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 class captain would if you were in a class captain type raid group, like if you were in a hardcore raid group that had their class captains or their spec captains or their role captains, uh, they would sit down and break down the information because they were typically much more informed, which is the reason why they became a captain in the first place. Um, And they would break down your information. They would sit there and go, okay, we'll see, here's what you're doing. You're, you're clipping the last tick of your mind flay instead of, letting it roll and then clipping at the very last second, you're clipping a full tick off your mind instead of a partial tick. Okay. So this is how you have, like when you're doing this, do X, Y, X instead of X, X, Y, like you've been doing. Okay. Mm. Um, so you would get people that had all this information and all this knowledge and they would have the aggregate information for you nowadays. And, and these, these websites did exist back in the day, but not in the earliest, earliest days of the game uh typically in those days you would just have like an announcement from like somebody's uh kth uh, ktm or something where it was just like oh hey this is how we did for the fight this is the breakdown for it way to go guys um but these sites have existed for a long time it's just nowadays they seem to be of a much more much greater importance than they did before uh yeah, why do you think that is
2: Chris, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, why? Why do we think that is? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe. it. Things are just. It's it's easy with with everything progressing and technology progressing. It's easier for the community to be able to make stuff like this, um, so that everyone can access it. Uh, I mean, obviously, when it was first starting out, this was a, these were all new things. Well, it wasn't new, but it was it was new on that scale. And as we've progressed, we've just got people who are able to develop these. I keep I keep hitting my frickin' mic because it's in front of my mouth now. <laughs> I'm one of those people that talk with my hands, and I keep hitting my goddamn mic. <laughs> um, it's I lost my train of thought.
1: I mean, it's one of those. Is it just because it's do. easier to figure out if you're doing well by using the website?
0: No, no. Because you, again, you're just getting the exact same information and aggregate that you were getting from back in the day when you had, you know, this Visual C redistributable from that had SimCraft or RAR or something in it. Uh, You know, you would get this, you'd get this executable that somebody would say, "It's like, oh hey, do this and plug in your information here." What bigger sites are doing? Are they they're linking
2: you to ways to improve from what the lot from? from the information the logs are giving out they're linking you to how to improve based on what you're seeing so it's not that they're mm. running that i not, mean i'm
1: i'm not noticing that much when i'm looking at it but maybe i'm not looking at the right thing
0: we used to have somebody whose whole who whose whole job one of our captains when we were raiding their whole job was to aggregate warcraft log information yep and that that was what they did when they weren't rating they didn't have you know like a class to keep an eye out on or a spec or a role to keep an eye out they did logs and they would sit down and they would go okay you could definitely like comparative between you and the top 25% of players in the game you're doing this differently so i think if you tried to do this this would help or like our cooldown usage is is not going as well as it could have possibly been uh, so maybe we need to have the raid leader be more involved with having the team pop cooldowns at a better rate. This was something we did, like especially during the Madness of Deathwing fight, Uh Spine of Deathwing fight. Oh, it uh fight was a Uh, the Spine of Deathwing fight in the very beginning when it was tuned so tightly, you had to have no one was allowed to use cooldowns that were over two minutes long, unless you were told by the raid leader. Wow! Because You had about two minutes between each spine, so you typically, between each backplate, so you could typically get your full DPS rotation in with your cooldown trinket up. But you had to pop, the raid had to pop cooldowns, uh, the longer raid-wide cooldowns, in a very specific sequence to help get the plate off and get the plate burned down. So and things like healing cooldowns and things like that. So these were things that, you know, you could go through a log and f- figure out where the information you needed was hiding in it. Um, that was much harder to do. It wasn't much harder, but it was, it was a little bit more tedious to do beforehand because you would have to sit there and look at the, the bar graphs from uh, SCADA mm-hmm. or recount and figure out, okay, so here's where we spiked. Here's where this point in the fight is. This is when, we, this is when the uh, plate came up. This is when the second plate came up, but this is when the third plate came up, and our DPS was garbage. So what happened? So somebody died, and we didn't have a cooldown ready, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know? So it, it wasn't that the information was harder to get to. It's just that the information was more involved to get to.
1: Okay. Has it ever been used to, um, like, a nefarious purpose or to call someone out or, you know? In oh, a assholes way? will always do that. Assholes oh, yeah, yeah, always yeah. do that.
0: oh hey, look at this. Oh, did somebody say link raid meters? Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm on top. And then they're touching themselves at home.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so no, that 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 that's just assholes being assholes.
0: But nefarious purposes, that kind of stuff like for log information it can be used for nefarious purposes for people who take this game way too goddamn seriously Uh, yeah 100 percent 100 chris i think you were mentioning some of these earlier when we were talking about the world first races
2: yeah uh, well we we both were we were talking about um
0: dos attacks and stuff like that during world first races happens all Uh, but especially like the log information like kind of the log information what people can do with that so, say, you I'm know, like Method accidentally a released a, a log. Like, say, Method got a boss down before everybody else, but accidentally released their log information for it.
2: It would give other World First Guilds the opportunity to look it over, see what they've done, where they've popped their cooldowns, where they've popped their flasks, where the are uh, not fast potions, where they're uh, rotating healing cooldowns, stuff like that, to get them the the kill and, meth- Get them and back most them, world right. first guilds especially with the very last boss of the raid will not release that information until at least 3 or 4 other guilds have killed that
0: boss. Mm-hmm. Um and then another thing that uh, has happened regrettably a lot in the past is that, you know, people have been benched and have been kicked from raids because they're not performing to the, you know, the 10th percentile. Uh, you know, of of the world. And, yeah. and in fact, that's happened in guilds that are a lot more serious, a lot less serious than, you know, guilds where this should be happening.
2: When we, when yeah. my guild was a myth, when we were doing mythics, we had to bench people who weren't pulling their weight on a regular. And we did use logs for that. It's a, it's a great raid tool for raid leaders, especially if you were in those high-end server-first, world-first guilds to try and make sure that everyone is pulling their weight, everyone is doing everything they can be to get your guild that kill. But but at the
0: same time, if your guild's not a really hardcore raiding and guild, your raid leader is an asshole who thinks you are, you really definitely should not be using logs to judge somebody. Like if you can get the content down in a reasonable time frame, doesn't matter what your logs say. If you're in yeah. one of those casual guilds, day, if you're one of those lore yeah. guilds,
2: you use the logs to try and help someone, to improve them. You don't use it right. to bench them. And
1: yeah. that's exactly kind of why I chose this as the topic this week, because we did have someone who was not performing well in you know the raid compared to the logs, and you know, she was getting really upset over it, you know, because um, she had done everything to gear herself and you know, still was only hitting like the twelfth percentile uh for her spec and was like really frustrated since she had just spent weeks and weeks gearing herself and you know, looked at the logs and the logs said, Oh, well, you're only as good as twelve percent of the players and in, sh- in this particular spec. I'm trying not to say who it is and everything, but um, you know, that to me seemed like a problem, but we were then able to use the logs and turn it around and say, Well, actually, you can do this, this, and this compared to what other people are doing to improve yourself. Um, she made a few adjustments, uh, re rated with us the next night, and actually jumped up. Um, I think it was like 15 percentage tiles as a result of that, just after like a single day of gearing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it can be used in a bad way to kind of, you know, compare yourself and say oh poor me, but
0: and then we were able to turn it around and turn it into a positive. I mean, if that's what you want to do with your game time, that's fine. Yeah, I'm totally all behind that. But at the same time, you know, I'm I'm always been one of those people that it's like I don't give a shit if they're doing amazingly or not. If they're in the top quarter of players, I don't care. I'm more interested in, you know, if they're having fun, if I'm having fun and if we're sitting here for four and a half hours wiping on the same fight, you know? Yeah,
1: well, one of the things that I noticed was, you know, first of all, we have a very small raid team, right? There's just not a lot of people that show up to raid every night. And a few of the players, from looking at the logs, are like below 30%, okay, like some of our DPS. Um, and it's like three or four people. It's not like, you know, oh, well, we have one poor person who seems to be doing pretty poorly. but they're doing you know several people are doing pretty poorly and and that seems like wow like as a raid leader or as someone you know i'm wondering if um the guild itself can just help those players up and figure out what they can do as well like this other person took the initiative to um to try to improve themselves. and you know maybe we don't need you know 700 dps every fight or i meant 700 players but like We don't need an army of people to get the boss down if we can, you know, help the players who are showing up to do better.
0: It's like, yeah, you can offer the help, but don't ever make it seem like, you know, you have to do this. You have no choice in that matter unless, you know, you have made yourself very clearly out to be a, a progression guild, a capital P progression guild. You can't ever make it seem like that's going to be, this is how you have to play the game. If you're a casual guild, if you're like a casual friendly or a casual friends and family kind of guild or something like that, it's like, it's just like, hey, if you want, we can go over your logs. You don't have to, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I would probably choose to bring it up if I was going to bring it up to the raid leader first, you know, one-on-one and make the suggestion uh, before anything like that to someone directly, like that, not being my place. Actually,
2: I would do it the other way around. I would speak to the person first, and again, ask uh, su- suggest uh ways they can improve, rather than go to the raid leader, who, depending on the raid leader, might be a bit of an asshole. Yeah,
1: no, that's true too. Um, and I probably wouldn't even go into like a strict min-maxing type of thing, but it's like, hey, you know um other players have these primary secondary stats or i hate that it's called primary and secondary stats because everyone is looking at those four stupid stats to try to fix them but you know like some players have you know they need a lot of haste or they need a lot of mastery or whatever like start with something simple like that and say oh well you know more people like if you had more haste you would be able to do better or if you had more mastery you'd be able to do better um, compared to what other people are doing and start simple um, and then go on to other stuff. But it's like, oh, well you don't have the right legendaries. F you you know, leave the raid. I mean,
0: personally me, I would not even approach somebody. I wouldn't even approach somebody. It's yeah. like I would let them come to me because I, I would not approach the raid leader. I wouldn't approach the player. I wouldn't do anything. I would say, hey, I know how to read these logs. I can take a look at it. If y'all want me to, feel free to ask me. That would be another way, yeah. Because it's just like, again, I I keep harping on the fact that it's like it's not—it's a friends and family kind of situation. It's not a you know a hardcore kind of situation. So I I would always feel like I was invading somebody else's space if I was sitting there going, "Oh, well, you're not playing it right. This is because that—that's how it sounds to me." when somebody comes and goes hey you know you're not doing so well
2: I think it all depends on how you actually phrase it though and if you just if you flat out go and say you're not playing this right
1: well I'll I'll tell you flat out like LB came to me and he was like here's some things that you can do to heal better and I changed things and it worked and like I am I can actually see in the logs over the past three raid tiers that I've steadily gone up like at least you know from shit tier to not shit tier
0: I am very stubborn and very prideful. So if somebody came up and with even if they were like, hey man, you know, I noticed a couple of things. You know, you don't have to take the advice, but you know, this is just a couple of things I noticed. I would still be like, fuck you, go to hell, you piece of shit, asshole.
1: Well, I I feel like some of what's going on is because there haven't hasn't been open communication in the guild about, you know, raiding in general. Like, um, when people don't talk about stuff and they kind of push it under the rug or, you know, make offhanded r- remarks about certain people who aren't doing well um, without trying to help them, then things kind of just deteriorate to a point where, you know, maybe you're just wiping on every boss and progression is just super slow and people are getting frustrated with it and decide not to rate anymore. You know, I think that's yeah. the other side of the coin. like. If you can't figure out how to have constructive communication, then things just continue to get
0: worse. Constructive communication between gamers has always been an issue.
1: I yeah. I'm noticing that. Yeah. Having not uh, like, you know, been actively playing games for, you know, the past 10 years, basically it's it's uh interesting to see, but I don't know. I think I have a different perspective or outlook on it since I'm you know, I haven't been playing games, and I'm used to like being forced to have these discussions from a business standpoint. You know, with a coworker or with the subordinate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you can't just wiggle your way out of that. You have to have the conversations.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and I totally get that.
1: You know, um, I, I agree. I like your perspective. I like Chris's perspective. It definitely gives me something to think about because this is info that I feel I can use, and maybe others who are listening can use if they're also in a raid group.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, that's kind of the whole part purpose of the, you know the conversation that we've had here. So yep. I, I'm I'm glad that you know you've 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 taken something from it. Thanks, man. I awesome, awesome. All right, Mr. Christopher, are you okay there, buddy? Chest infections suck. <sighs> he is, he's yeah. he's been coughing m- for most of this last thirty minutes oh. or so. Chris has been hacking up a lung, which is why uh, Kevin and I have had most of this conversation to yeah. ourselves.
1: Yeah. I'll release the uncut editor's edition do not. or uh, director's <laughs> edition. <laughs>
0: He's doing <laughs> the directors. He he's gonna do directors the director's cut. special extended cut. Where they just hear me
2: coughing <laughs> up a lung in the Ridley back. Of it, Jesus.
0: Yeah, exactly. The Ridley Scott <sighs> version of it. Um, <laughs> I think that covers about it. What do oh, y'all think? Uh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Uh Anybody got a don't if do that, have, Chris? Besides getting a chest infection.
2: No, no, no. It's not besides getting a. Chest. If you have a chest infection, go to go get some goddamn antibiotics. Okay.
0: Yeah, do Nikolai will
1: disagree I with you. I, haven't, I, haven't, don't do I that. haven't
2: done that, so I need to do that at some point.
1: <clears throat> My yeah. don't do that is to... Well, how do I flip it around to do something? Um, don't try to have conversations behind people's backs. Put shit out in the open. Talk about it. Talk about it constructively. Um, try to turn a negative into a positive. I'll try to be... Okay. You know, not very negative with the don't do that. And I'll try to flip it around and have it be a And positive. then murder so everyone. Do that. Do, do that.
0: That, I that think will I can be the that.
1: next uh, section.
0: Okay. Uh, mine is um, please don't order shit online during quarter four. I, I'm walking 15 and a half miles a day. Please stop ordering things online. Oh, what? People are
1: buying shit and then you have to put together the quote online order manually? Yeah, I do. That's I, oh my like God.
0: my job doesn't exist this time of year so I'm that's literally what I'm doing until January. I love how other retailers have warehouses and robots to do that but
1: your retail your uh, particular employer has chosen to take existing
0: employees and make them do it. Most retailers do it this way. Interesting. Most most big box retailers do it this way. That um <laughs> that's horrifying actually yeah no, you will you will see the same people walking around Walmart and like, say, if you've got like a Kroger or a Tom Thumb or a Myers or something, so basically like they offer
1: When you purchase something online, you're forcing someone to walk around and do the shopping for you.
0: Essentially, I am a personal shopper to
1: several hundred people a day. <laughs> My God, that sounds infuriating. I-
0: uh now imagine quarter four and you know product shortages and items not being where they're supposed to and then yeah (laughs) you now know why i walk 15 and a half miles a day oh oh chris well i have to or Gavril, i have to
1: tell you that i'm definitely that person that if i don't want something in my cart i just drop
0: it like wherever i fucking hate you i hate (laughs) you so goddamn much oh man you're a piece of shit and i hope you lose (laughs) your fingertips Just period. Just lose your fingertips, period. Uh, All right. I think that about covers everything, guys. Uh, Any final thoughts for the show, gentlemen? My lungs hurt. No. I'm good. All right. My final thought is um, cheese doodles are not real food. Uh, They are neither cheese nor doodle. So. That's going to be our show this week's folks to talk to us during the week. At any point you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at swing cat. That's with a K not a C. Mr. Chris is at Akari, A K A R I underscore mag. I, of course, am at Gavril, that's two eyes, one L underscore E-T. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. You can visit our frequently not updated website at AzerothCTC.com. You can just review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. Uh, We will also have the uh, links for the Discord on the website and in some other places. I'd say that's about it, boys. Is that about right? Yes. Yep. All right, go to hell. Okay. Good night.